0: Thank uh. you. welcome everybody to another episode of detective ridiculous i am one of your hosts brickie i have a co-host his name is dk is that true i don't know did he escape from prison possibly and he's going to be teaching you about the only thing worse than warhammer real life before we get into (laughs) that we need to thank all the wonderful people at the patreon and for those of you are or those of you are the reason why we make these episodes because of your generosity and your support on the original ones these bonus episodes are entirely thanks to your support and we thank you greatly check it out in the description all the fun benefits that the patreon comes with also do make sure to check out the merchandise over at orcadate.com down in the description uh we if you want some detective ridiculous merch maybe, maybe we'll we'll make something like that one day it'll be kind of maybe. fun
1: Maybe yeah, you know, that's leave leave it in the comments. Do you do you want Detective Ridiculous merch? If so, I don't know. Maybe we'll think about. it. Well,
0: that. if so, here's an idea. What kind of what kind of
1: what kind of idea you got for that? You know, like what kind of what kind of merch we talking here, Dave? Yeah. What do, What do you want, guys? What do you want? And Shy'll read the comments. We won't, but you know, yeah, Shy'll forward us the the good ideas. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Shy's job. Yeah. What do you do want, GK?
1: What do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Uh I I I would like a normal life for Christmas, Santa.
0: Well, today we're not discussing normal lives.
1: Actually, we kind of are. Really? Sorta. Of. Well, I mean, we're going to be about as normal as detective ridiculous possibly can be in the face of true crime. So I you don't know. know how I feel
0: about that. So, you know, it,
1: yeah. Anyway, uh mer- merch ideas. Leave them in the comments. Uh, Alright. Yeah, DK, I'd what like- do you? What do, what do you got? I, I want one monocle for merch, so we can just very anyway. Um so today's episode of Detective Ridiculous is gonna be It's a little little more on the lighthearted side, a little less soul crushingly depressing, uh, like the last couple episodes. Uh, it also might be a little bit shorter than usual, but considering the last episode, I think. Went for almost two hours. I think we're all okay with maybe a little bit of a shorter episode. So, what we are dealing with today is the self-proclaimed Crocodile of Wall Street. The he-
0: the what?
1: The Crocodile of Wall Street. The self-proclaimed Crocodile of Wall Street. What? Heather the- Morgan what and her the- husband... Elia Lichtenstein. I hate her outfit. (laughs) Oh, my friend. You have not begun to hate Heather Morgan. Trust me. I don't like her husband that much
0: either. I don't like his face. He looks weird.
1: Well, you know what? Let's learn a little bit about these two, huh? Before we talk about... uh, I want to body shame him. (laughs) Any any sort of fucky-wuckies that might have happened? Let's talk about Heather Morgan... And Elia Lichtenstein. Very well. So, on the surface, Heather Morgan and Elia Lichtenstein seem... Lichtenstein seem like a pretty normal couple. They're a little quirky, but aren't we all... Uh, Heather Morgan spent a good chunk of her early life traveling the world. Uh, she moved to Japan, she's visited Hong Kong, she's traveled to Turkey, uh, she attended an American school in Cairo, uh, after getting her graduate degree in international economics, uh, after getting a bachelor's degree, uh, from UC Davis, um... She was born in this tiny ass town in Northern California. It's this little nowheresville, middle of nowhere town called Tehama, with a population of just over five hundred people. Everybody knows everybody there. Oh boy. Uh, in school, yeah. In school, she was bullied relentlessly because she was pretty smart, so people thought she was maybe a little holier than thou. Uh, And she had a slight lisp to her voice, so the kids bullied her just mercilessly because of this. Uh, According to Forbes... Uh, And in an interview she did, I think it was just on one of her YouTube videos, uh, she said when she became vocal about her ambitions and desires to leave this little podunk California town in the middle of nowhere and go to a bigger high school, one of her teachers and also the principal of the school told her that she might be a big fish in a little pond here, but if she went out to the ocean... She just might drown. So you can see why Heather Morgan would want to just break out of this shithole and experience the world on a grander scale.
0: Sounds kind of a you know is is it humorous timing to bring up my warp suck theory with this drowning statement?
1: (laughs) Your warp based suck theory and the
0: ocean. it It was pretty based.
1: It was pretty based. It was based in entertainment. I'll I'll give you that. Uh but I mean she's not really drawing anything from this ocean, so I I don't think the 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 sucker-based warp theory applies here. Sorry. Oh, all
0: right. D- damn, thank God.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Uh through all of this, Heather realizes that she has you know, quite the penchant and skill for business, marketing, and selling. And so she decides to become something of an entrepreneur. Uh, she even recalls that in her 20s, she was already out-negotiating and outselling proper and well-experienced businessmen. So she kind of knows what she's doing in the business world, and to her credit, again, actually pretty smart. Uh, and as someone who would go on to become interested in tech startups and in business in general, of course, she ends up in the Bay Area in Silicon Valley. Ah,
0: uh, she- <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly like the Bay Area very much.
1: Ah, okay. So just to dig at the Bay Area in general, which is, uh, yeah, I I used to live in Los Gatos. It's it's kind of a hoity-toity area. That's fair. That's fair. That's
0: a hoity toity area, but but San Francisco also has a real. I mean, they, besides the cost of living, which is astronomical. Oh, uh, I th- yeah. I think it's the most expensive city in the U.S. or area in the U.S.
1: That doesn't yeah. surprise me. Big coastal, well known uh, city in California. Yeah, checks out. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like, probably like New York. Like, shit. That's true. All right, continue.
1: Anyway, uh, so she finds herself working for someone named Husam Hamo, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, who is trying to start up a gaming company called Tamatem, uh, and while her relationship with old Hamo was a little on the rocky side and she wasn't being paid well, uh, Heather found that there was a the, the benefit of she was making a ton of connections for free uh because she was in charge of uh pitching this gaming company to corporations so she got a lot of a lot of connections in the the tech uh gaming world and her soon to be husband Ilya Lichtenstein uh was born in Rostov, Russia and he was also no. a bit of an out what what happened? what happened?
0: Uh, no, just no as as in like the name
1: just... oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he's a bit of an outcast as well, kind of a he's a techie guy that also loves his video games. uh he described himself in an article as being a huge geek, captain of the math team in quiz Bowl and had been known to date a few girls that were out of his league. That was his own description of himself. So, Elliot is a little quirky, kind of weird, but just like Heather. So, he would eventually graduate from the University of Wisconsin with a degree in psychology, apparently. Uh, Despite being into all this tech stuff, he gets his degree in psychology. It's not what I expected from this huge tech geek but it is what it's, it is. It's
0: fine. I, I, it's fine. You know, it's like how, I think psychology is a, is a genuinely common
1: field-ish. Maybe yeah, not. It, I suppose so. I mean, I remember taking a couple psychology classes in college. I enjoyed them. They're fun. They're interesting. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but, you know, although as someone with a creative writing degree, I can't really, you know, make fun of someone else's what are you going to do with your degree when you get out of college? Because I'm an internet... Idiot. So As someone
0: or, who didn't graduate college, I agree.
1: Yeah, so I guess, you know, we don't stu- don't throw stones when you live in glass houses, right?
0: I well, I don't want to live in a glass house.
1: It's 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 a metaphor. A meta what? I uh, forget. It. <laughs> meta this, meta that have you ever met a fucking woman?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Same. Uh so eventually Uh, Elia would move out to San Francisco with a hope and a dream Uh, quite literally leaving everything behind he'd leave behind his girlfriend he would sell all of his belongings wave goodbye to all of his family and zoom off he went to hopefully make a fortune in the tech industry Uh, and according to Forbes uh, who easily had the best most descriptive article on this topic and it was it was the only place I could find any decent information on Elia. Um, he would then start to work on numerous online ventures, uh, stuff like dating sites, and he was trying to sell brain supplements and just weird little online startup projects like that. Uh, but most notably, he would start working on a project called MixRank. Which was some kind of like data based marketing thing that I'm just too stupid to even try to explain what it actually is.
0: Does it like like does it take like SEO kind of stuff and like help advertise and and the like or? Look, man, all he I can find was that it was it was
1: it was data based marketing. That oh, this is this is based. what I know about it, and I I. But apparently. This this mix rank got real successful because they actually end up getting funding for their company from good old Mark Cuban. Oh one shit! Of, yeah, one of the sharks. So good, good for them, I suppose. So database marketing. Apparently, mix rank knew what they were doing. Uh, he would eventually meet Heather when doing uh, sort of this, almost like. TED Talk thing for 500 Startups, which is sort of like a venture fund accelerator program. Uh, And he was discussing how he got started, how he became successful, that sort of thing. And while listening to this sort of... TED Talk thing. Uh Heather becomes absolutely enamored with him. And the two started dating in 2013, uh followed by Heather moving into Elias's high-rise San Francisco apartment. And Heather would then create her own company called Salesfolk, which was apparently sort of this like email marketing thing, like So they would provide you with these customized email templates that I guess they would sell to companies and they could use that to like cold market customers. So it's kind of like cold calling. When, when, when was this, when was this company again? Uh, 2013 ish. Okay, because the
0: the pictures you sent me of them look look very high quality and, and recent, you know. So I'm okay. So 2013.
1: Oh yeah, so those pictures that shy put in the uh, in the Discord are probably a l- little more on the recent side.
0: Okay, well that's good because I'm uh because I only know things by Call of Duty years, so that's I think Call of Duty Ghosts.
1: Wow. All right. That's, 2009
0: okay. was Modern Warfare 2.
1: Okay, I I did not know this little tidbit about you, uh, and I will not judge you for it. Certainly, Thank you. I will not. Um, Except for the
0: wow I just heard, you fucker.
1: <laughs> well, so, yeah, she starts this uh, cold email marketing email template company, which I, I didn't know was a thing. I didn't know was a thing companies wanted, but apparently it is. Um, The two would become so close in the following years that elia would eventually leave his company mix rank which was an absolute atom bomb to all of his colleagues because the company was doing really well and it was like super profitable but he had been consulting and helping heather so much uh with uh getting sales folk going and everything that I guess he decided that he was just going to put all of his time, effort, and skills into just helping her as much as he possibly could. Uh, Also, something to put a pin in for later, uh, Heather was also a somewhat regular contributor uh, for articles on Forbes.com. She wrote several articles as like uh, her experience as a businesswoman, uh, how to use social media, but most notably... Uh, She wrote an article about how companies could avoid falling victim to and protecting themselves from online scams, cyber attacks, and cyber criminals in general. Okay. But but before we get to that glaringly obvious Dean Kamen. Yes. uh, We cannot... Talk about the crocodile of Wall Street, Heather Morgan and Ilia Lichtenstein, without talking about Heather Morgan's TikTok rapping career.
0: Oh, fucking Christ!
1: And I shit you not, this is a hundred percent a thing. And oh yes, it is as it is a hundred percent as bad as it sounds. It is as cringe
0: as I think it's gonna be.
1: Oh, you bet. Heather Morgan took on the stage name Razzle Khan, which is is apparently supposed to be like Genghis Khan, but with more pizzazz, with more razzle-dazzle. Although, to be fair, in all fairness to Heather, I I think the reasoning for her becoming a rapper is actually kind of cool. Because like we said before, she had this slight lisp, And she was bullied relentlessly because of it in school. Uh, She had braces from the age of 12 until she went to college. So she's naturally, like, really, really self-conscious about her voice. And to be willing to, like, shed those insecurities about her voice and to be confident enough to put herself out there as a rapper on a platform like TikTok, that's actually kind of dope
0: yeah um, okay that that that's fair all right yeah all right.
1: that's 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 fair. I'll give credit where credit is due. take some balls uh she was a big fan of the Lonely Island Boys and Little Dicky. Uh, she would. She was known to just kind of, you know, break into some freestyle for her friends and families. I mean, she was big into the genre. Uh, it was actually one of her song songs, uh, Versace Bedouin, uh, that she infamously referred to herself as the crocodile of Wall Street.
0: Okay, so so I, oh, do I have to react to her track live? Oh
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Let me let me let me back this up real quick. Two two things. Okay. One, when I saw her in that first photo you posted, my first thought was, damn, the jacket she's wearing looks like one of those over the top tacky fucking Versace things. And uh, and now and you. now that I and now that I scroll down, I'm like, hmm. Um also, can I just say, you said that she would occasionally break out into freestyle in front of her family
1: and friends yeah
0: we all knew someone like that and they all fucking suck
1: yeah it's it's really bad dude there's nothing i can adequately compare it to in order to make you understand how bad these raps are you just gotta go in dude
0: all right i'm gonna click play in three two one and it is starting all right Oh. <laughs> oh
1: the the pain oh. grows. They this sound- sustain me. <laughs> oh
0: this this sounds like it was written by like one of those AIs on Reddit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There there's no rhythm, it's it's all just being read like it was from a script.
0: There's there's no emotion. It, it is deadpan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my god! And the crocodile sounds. <laughs> 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 oh she's oh my oh I, I I can't I can't I got I'm I'm, I'm stopping. I can't do this. Anymore. I
1: I have to ask. How far did you make it? How, how I, far about so what, about like thirty to a
0: minute? About f- fifty six seconds.
1: That's about how long I made it to. I'm gonna be honest with you, I made it about a minute. I was like, I got to stop. I oh, I like I know this is this is the bit for detective ridiculous, but oh man, I I can't I can't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So not not a, not exactly great, but she she got a bit of a following on TikTok. <laughs> she got a bit of a following. Um so now we know a little bit about these two yeah you you can't watch the music video unfortunately because apparently uh she copyright claimed it uh so oh, she's it's still not she's even... still alive she's still alive absolutely okay
0: Th- this 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 show is you know
1: I know oh oh I, I I don't blame you for thinking like oh man she might this this true crime story might have ended in horrible in you know, murder disgusting. Yes. oh sure 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 no she's still she's still very much alive uh but yeah she she claimed it apparently and it's you can't see the music video anymore. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. But uh, so we know a little bit about these two. And at this point, most people are probably like, okay, where's the true crime part? Where's the crime? We've got this kind of quirky couple with- Ah! Uh, Whoa, well, what happened? Are, are, are you okay?
0: It automatically started playing again.
1: <laughs> the very visceral, ah! It started playing again. All right, we're, we're, all right,
0: we're, we're, we're good now. We're good now, go ahead. <laughs>
1: All right. So yeah, we've got this kind of quirky couple. We've got one pretty successful Russian guy with his tech startup stuff and well and and one well-meaning intelligent but very bad at rapping woman. So let's spill a little tea. Uh back on August 2nd, 2016, a well-known cryptocurrency exchange company in Hong Kong called Bitfinex suffered a Pretty serious hacking incident. Uh, the sum of 119,754 bitcoins were stolen from various users on the site and sent to a virtual wallet in control of Elia Lichtenstein. Uh, at the time, this bitcoin uh, would add up to anywhere in the ballpark of like 66 to 70 million uh the details on how this hack happened are a little on the murky side uh from what i've seen online a lot of people believe that it wasn't actually bitfinex that was hacked but rather uh they have this third party company called Bitgo, And I guess it's like this cryptocurrency wallet provider, like they provide the security in the wallets, Uh, and it was actually BitGo that got hacked, and it was sort of like it was hacked in order to illegally send these Bitcoins to uh, Liechtenstein's account. Uh, but the reason this is all so murky, uh, is because Bitfinex and BitGo, after this hack happened, they kinda just ended up blaming each other. Um, Bitfinex had claimed that it was actually impossible for users to lose their Bitcoin simply by hacking them, so it must have been something on BitGo's side, since they're the wallet providers. Uh, But the BitGo CEO eventually tweeted and said, BitGo wasn't breached or hacked in this incident. Bitfinex had a major breach across multiple systems and people. So when news of this hack and the subsequent theft of all that Bitcoin got out, uh, the value of Bitcoin dropped by 20%. Uh, according to a video by Cold ColdFusion, uh, after this happened, uh, internet denizens and people that were really into crypto, uh, they were keeping a really, really close eye on this stolen Bitcoin's blockchain, trying to see uh, where it would end up, if they could sleuth who was behind this absolutely insane hack, and just trying to figure this nonsense out. Uh, Naturally, uh, the criminals tried to launder the money, uh, but with all eyes on the blockchain, they had to be so careful because this stolen Bitcoin was hot. Uh, They tried converting it into other forms of cryptocurrency. Uh, They had like all of these really complex automated computer programs that were designed to make seemingly legit looking transactions to sort of hide where it was in the blockchain. Uh, They tried using the dark web to launder it. Uh, I think they converted some of it into like a $500 Walmart gift card in Heather's name. Uh, They did literal gold conversions. Uh, unsurprisingly, they tried converting some of it into NFTs, because of course they did. Because of course they, they did. Of course they did. And they just tried a lot of really complicated transactions using fake identities to try to clean this money up and actually be able to spend it. But still, there was just, there's too much risk trying to launder this insane amount of crypto with Everybody, everybody just laser-focused on the blockchain of it. And ironically, uh, sometime in 2017, uh, Heather began to tout about how well SalesFolk was doing, her her little uh, cold email marketing company. Uh, and she was claiming that SalesFolk was generating somewhere in the realm of million. And according to that same Forbes article I mentioned earlier, uh, they said that they saw legit slides of a presentation where she actually made this claim. Like, it wasn't just a rumor. They saw legit evidence that she was presenting this to companies. Funny thing about that number. Yeah. That number, 65, that's... Just about the exact amount that the stolen Bitcoin would have been worth in 2017.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also,
1: also according to Forbes, former employees of sales folk were a little shocked to hear this number because they saw no possible way that the company could bring in that kind of money when they only had five people on staff at a time with salaries between ten dollars and $30,000. So, so. From, <laughs> yeah, from 2016 to literally earlier this year, February 2022, somewhere in the range of like 80% of that stolen crypto just sat there in that same digital wallet. It couldn't be moved. They couldn't risk it and you got to understand how much this bitcoin had grown in value when the hack happened we said it was estimated in somewhere in the ballpark of 66 to 70 million dollars right in february of 2022 the bitcoin in that wallet was worth over 4 billion dollars 4 billion Billion with a B, $4 billion worth of Bitcoin. So naturally, okay. they, they wanted that bread. I mean, that's generational money. Your kids, 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 kids are going to be loaded for life. Uh, so they they decide they're going to try and start, you know, getting this money out of there. And they set up a bunch of accounts at like legit uh, crypto exchange sites like Alphabay in an effort to try and move this money around and eventually launder it safely into their accounts so they can cash the fuck out. Problem is, when they started moving all of that money around, all the movement in the blockchain would eventually lead the money right back to an account that was in control of you guessed it elia lichtenstein yep yeah boy don't
0: don't they don't they know the number one rule if you're going to be a thief don't <laughs> don't steal from the rich
1: yeah uh, and apparently uh that account had like all of elia lichtensteins actual information on it
0: oh goody good fucking job moron
1: yep yep and also uh according to this video done by patrick boyle uh remember how they converted some of that crypto into gold yeah Uh, when you convert into gold uh you have to give that uh, the gold conversion place you gotta give them your home shipping address, and a copy of your driver's license. And this, yes, Ilya gave this them is... his home shipping address oh and his legit God. driver's license with his picture and all of his information.
0: Why did I expect better from a guy who looks like he moderates Wall Street bets?
1: Yeah. Uh, I believe some of these accounts also had Heather's actual real legit info, too. So, you know, it wasn't too hard to link both Elia and his wife Heather in the laundering of this stolen cryptocurrency. Uh, when their apartment was later raided with a warrant... <laughs>
0: yeah, by the uh, FBI.
1: Yeah, authorities found a lot of little... A lot of little goodies that implied that the couple was planning to flee to Russia. Uh, they found fake passports, burner phones, uh, $40,000 in cash. All of this stuff naturally got with the few uh, bitcoins that they were able to get out. Um, Cold Fusion's video suggests that the reason they were never able to uh, actually um, flee to Russia... Uh, was because COVID shut them down. They they couldn't flee because they couldn't go to foreign countries because of all the COVID stuff. Um, so they were kind of stuck where they were. Uh, they also uh, got a hold of files saved to Elia's computer and files that I guess were stored somewhere in the cloud that were decrypted. And when they decrypted. Uh, all of these files, uh, they found uh, a bunch of wallet addresses and all of the access keys to these digital wallets. And of course, those wallets had a lot of that stolen crypto in them, which was immediately seized by the U.S. government. Um, and, What was the uh, seized? What, what time What time it, was the seized? It was seized in twenty. 20- 22 in february early february february i think it was, think it was february 8th ish
0: okay uh, Wait, what what was when did the war in ukraine start
1: i assume that was also a big problem them fleeing uh, i was gonna mention that like with everything going on and just kind of going into russia being a no-fly zone and all the war and all the that uh it was also just impossible possible to flee to russia as well so there was no chance uh but it seemed like Elia and heather were both that was the goal they were trying to get the fuck out of there with whatever money they possibly could
0: wait i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i need to read what shy just posted they had burner phones in a bag which literally had (laughs) burner phones written on it and a list of fake passport ideas that was literally named fake passport ideas
1: Yes, if you look up pictures, because they, they did post some of the FBI's findings, and there's a bag, and it's just in Sharpie, on the bag is written burner phones and fake passport ideas. Yes, Bruh. that is that is 100% true. Yep. Bruh. 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 Dude,
0: Bruh. oh my god.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so those digital wallets, like I said, were linked to the Bitfinex hack wallet where the money originated. And uh, there was a little over three and a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin that were in those wallets. Because uh, they did manage to get uh, some of the Bitcoin out uh, before it was all like seized up. I guess they they couldn't get all of it because... Um, there, I guess there was some computer program that did a shitload of transactions and made it just... It was impossible uh, to actually trace where it went uh, or how to find it. Uh, I think Ilya could still technically have access to it. Um, and if he did have access to those... Uh, 20,000-ish Bitcoins, I think, or how many got out. If he had access to them, that's worth somewhere in the ballpark of a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin.
0: Um, uh, Even with it going down right now?
1: Ooh, good qu- I don't know what it's currently at cuz it, it did just take a big hit, didn't
0: it? It's been tanking. That's
1: true. I'm not entirely sure how much it would be right now, but when I when I was looking stuff up on it, I think in February it might have been worth a billion, but I have no idea what it's worth now. I don't I don't really do a lot of crypto stuff. Uh it should be noted, however, uh that while the couple was arrested for conspiring to launder that absolute mad lad amount of money and trying to defraud the U S the two were never actually charged with the hacking of Bitfinex, uh, which has led many to believe that the two of them weren't even the masterminds behind this hack, that they were just government patsies or something. Uh, but There's no evidence to support any of these wild claims, so uh, I can't really go into it and the the possibility or the potential of it, because there's just just no evidence of it. Uh, And as of right now, Heather Morgan is actually out, and I think she's under house arrest on a whopping $3 million bail. And last I saw, there were talks of a possible resolution, a.k.a. plea deal, involved to maybe avoid a trial. Uh, Lichtenstein, however, was denied bail and is still sitting in a jail somewhere awaiting trial. Uh, Elia did previously have a $5 million bail set on him, but that was overturned by a judge in Washington. Uh, According to Bloomberg, the reason Elia's uh, bail was denied is because he could potentially have access to some of those stolen funds that we mentioned earlier, the ones that kind of slipped through the crack and managed to evade the government. So they don't want him out on bail, possibly accessing a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin and just like hightailing it to Russia or something. And apparently Morgan... Didn't really have access to all this stolen crypto, so she's less of a risk to just up and run for it, especially with her husband in jail. So they let her go on bail and then let her bail stand. And finally, Netflix has announced that they're going to be doing a little docu-series on these two and their little Crypto Bonnie and Clyde act.
0: That's... don't... I hope
1: they're not being interviewed. They're going to be interviewed. Oh, they're absolutely going to be interviewed. At least Heather Morgan is going to be interviewed, and I bet you anything—I bet you anything—that they're going to get a camera crew into the jail, and they're going to interview Elia Lichtenstein. I guarantee it, dude. There's no right. way they don't.
0: Can I make a Can I make a side note? Oh, you know absolutely, what? Absolutely, because that's all watch, I have. I will... So you
1: can, you can comment all you want now.
0: Oh, that's 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 the whole thing. That's everything.
1: That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Fo- okay. First things first. Um. Um. Fucking idiots. Second thing, second. <laughs> second thing, second. I if I will not watch this documentary unless she raps in it. Then I will watch this documentary. Oh hell yeah! I I, I, I need hear some it.
1: freestyle. Yeah.
0: And and, and last but but not least, I, I maybe it's because I, I I grew up in Southern California and and therefore saw it the most or or, or what it is or maybe because I, I've seen people go down this route before, but there is. Nothing that makes me, like, more sad slash uh, loathing than people who are, like, try their best to join the high class, like, hype beast, wealthy uh, LA, yep. San Francisco type, New York, like, money type. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I, I am fully, I think of, like, the Paul brothers a lot when I think about that shit. Where, oh, where, man. um, you know, you can't, you can't win an argument because you're just not smart enough. So you always have to fall back on more subscribers, more money. Cause it's all mm-hmm. you've got, you mm-hmm. know, that uh, something, that fucking picture of her with a $20 bill and the chopsticks makes me like living. It makes me <laughs> furious. It like irrationally that, angry.
1: Yeah. I, I, I it, hate it definitely It definitely made me cringe.
0: It, um, I I am I am imploding. I have cringed yeah. so hard. I, I'm i I've turned into like a fission reactor. I, I don't even know science. <laughs> you know our, our warp suck theory. I'm the one doing the suck.
1: You're the one. You're the one getting sucked through the the, the straw hole. Yeah. I, I
0: will. I will never take someone showing off a wad of cash or someone uh someone holding up like, a wad of money or anything like that seriously, because it's so fucking vapid. It is...
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: So irritating.
1: Yeah, I I, I 100% agree. Um, Tracked from A to B, they lived as Bitcoin billionaires for a decade and failed to spend any of it. Yeah, they couldn't. It's too hot. And as soon as they tried to actually get the money out, that's when they got caught. So...
0: Oh, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good ending, but yeah. fuck them.
1: Yeah, uh, I think what was it? Did they say how much they actually managed to get out of it, Shy? Like, cause they they had to live on what? Like, oh, they had to live on. I think they only managed to get out like a hundred and forty-four thousand dollars or something. Yeah, somewhere in the ballpark of a hundred thousand dollars was all they could get out, even though they were sitting on just this. They were sitting on billions of dollars at one point, but you just you couldn't get it out because you done you done goofed. I mean, get, if if I, they
0: if they were able to pull out 100k, like Shy says, like that's that's pretty good money. But that's not like living like Versace oh, yeah, Versace alligator years. bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
1: That, uh, that
0: that's, that's one very content, very nice year.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't rem- recall seeing how much she actually made. Uh, from social media because she did pick up a decent following. Uh, I, I don't think she ever used her TikTok rapping career as a tr- as a way to try and be like, oh, yeah, this is where all the funds are coming from. This is why I, I have all this Bitcoin. Like, I don't think she ever used that to try to l- launder any of the money, though I wouldn't put it past him to try. I... You know, you could seemingly make it seem legit by being like, oh, yeah, I made a million dollars on TikTok. Look at all my crazy views. You, you
0: need um. She for $4 for, billion for embarrassment insurance. Also, I don't think TikTok pays you dick.
1: Well, if you haven't, like, if she, because I don't, I didn't, I never looked at her TikTok. I'm not sure if it's still up. I don't know how many followers she has. But if you have enough, well... If you have enough followers on tiktok and you're bringing in bank why would you need to defraud the u.s though
0: no there's a lot of things that she could have done another other way other, or otherwise but
1: it's
0: so stupid yeah yeah so stupid how do you it's always people it's and it's always the people who do this it's always these incredibly like hollow vapid people who who try to get a like take all these fucking photos in themselves with like like fancy designer clothes and and carrying it like and and showing off wads of cash on social media they're always like so often they're fucking criminals yeah so often they stole something or they're they're running like a drug thing or something like oh my god is that an album (laughs) cover shy is that a fucking album cover
1: Uh, or maybe it was from their wedding
0: oh my god the guy yeah, literally it, looks like he mods for Wall Street bets. He he Jesus.
1: It's I I think the other part that's sad is it's it's because she came from like nothing, right? She came from this little uh this little town of Tehama that has like 500 people in it. She wants to break out, she wants to be better, she wants to experience the world and then just like I don't know if it was that desire to like make something of herself and show the, the naysayers wrong that just sort of leads her down this just awful path and it's just it's kinda sad. Started off with uh, the intention of making it big and then welcome to being crypto bonnie and Clyde, which I think is what people actually call them. It's the Crypto Bonnie and Clyde.
0: That that's too good of a dame for them. That's it's, fair. It's crypto is fine. Tweet Tweedledee and Dumb. Crypto
1: D and Tweedledum, <laughs> <Crypto> <laughs> <tweedledy> and tweedledum. <laughs>
0: I you you know I get I get the whole coming from less type thing but it doesn't it doesn't I, I don't know I feel like you you've got to be some kind of of self-absorbed person to end up being that way whether you came from nothing or oh, not Oh
1: sure 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 it it definitely doesn't excuse anything it's just it sort of makes it a little on the tragic side but yeah little, definitely little, not <laughs> excusable in any fashion
0: I I would put money down that that if you did like a if you did like a test to see if someone is a sociopath or not, and you put them under the lens of every TikTok rapper, I think you'd have <laughs> interesting results.
1: I think you would have very interesting results. I would. Oh man, I would. I would put money into a donation pot to make that happen, dude. I like Just a case to, study. Yeah, I would love to see that. Like, even if it turned out that like every TikToker was actually just fine, stable, whatever, I'd, the the results would be so fascinating to look at from like a a, a social perspective. I would, I would, I would, I will, I will put money into that pot, hundred percent.
0: Well, mm. speaking of pot, shit.
1: <laughs> nice, Dean Kamen, dude. Really. <laughs> Oh man, speaking of pot. I. I. Uh,
0: should we. Uh, nah, I'm done. No more, no more. No more attempts. I give up.
1: See you next week!